Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope you're all well. FRC News is back again for another week and actually so much has happened since we last spoke. We're all going to get into that in just a minute but I want to tell you guys of a really interesting thing that has happened right over here on Anchor. So basically now if you guys have got your own podcast either on film, music, uh, entertainment or anything like that or sports you can now add music into your podcast i'm going to try and do this on the podcast right at the end so check if it works and i've made sure it's uh worked then it will be at the end of this podcast listen to what song that i've chosen if not then it's not there and i don't really know how to work i'll have to get somebody else to do it so massive uh, step forward for anchor so that's absolutely fantastic and a lot of people should go on to that just want to let all you anchor fans know Instead of actually, I'll be telling every movie and TV show fan what they need to know from this week's news. Five big top stories. I will read out all the relevant information and then give you my opinion as well. If you guys want to join me on a podcast, please make sure that you do and let me know via my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast. Make sure you favourite and follow this as well so you never miss an upload. And I'm trying to get to 1,000 listens before the um, the end of the year, so please make sure that you do it. We're currently on 910, so if we can get to 1,000 before the end of the year, that would be absolutely incredible. Make sure you share it on all of your social media as well and bring us all into this incredible family. Let's get involved then with the first story, starting with Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange is joining Spider-Man 3. Doctor Strange is to enter the Spider-Man universe for the third Tom Holland starring installment. Benedict Cumberbatch, who first portrayed Doctor Strange in Marvel movies... Marvel's movie Doctor Strange will join the as yet untitled Spider-Man film dubbed Spider-Man 3 for next year's release. Sony, which is producing alongside Marvel Studios, has dated it for December the 17th, 2021. As the Hollywood Reporter notes, the move puts Cumberbatch in the mentor role to Peter Parker that was previously occupied by Robert Downey Jr. in 2017's Homecoming and Samuel L. Jackson in 2019's Far From Home. Additionally, Jamie Foxx will reprise his role as Electro as discussed on last week's FRC News. Check it out for my full opinion on that story. The actor-character combo last seen in 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So I've said this that I feel like the most we have known about instead of Black Widow, but of course we're getting Black Widow very, very soon. We've obviously seen trailers. The most stuff we've known about for a film that's not even started production yet is Spider-Man 3. I feel like everybody's into that stuff. New stories have been coming out each and every day. But this one is set. This one is official. Um, I said last week that I think Electro was a very interesting move. The fact that they're bringing in uh, another member of the Sinister Six, another member from a previous film that probably was not justified enough. Uh, I really enjoyed Jamie Foxx. So instead of this one, I'm a little bit sort of really... I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. Doctor Strange is a really enjoyable character. But I just don't think I need him. And as it says... Here, the mood puts Cumberbatch in the mentor role. We don't need it anymore. I feel like that worked in Homecoming, and that was good. Then when he went out and done um, the Avengers stuff, obviously you feel like he's taken his notice on board, that really emotional uh, scene at the end of Infinity War. And then 
in Far From Home, we had Samuel L. Jackson, which was very, very different, but you don't need to do it again. I feel like that mentor was like, when is it going to end? And I think Benedict Cumberbatch is probably, uh, it's not going to probably be the best mentor to Spider-Man because you know, at the end of the day, they do come from so different worlds um, and so many different lifestyles. So, Honestly, I, I just feel like it's it's another excuse to get another popular character inside of this film. I just I find it very very odd, and I think the past couple of weeks has been very very sort of eye opening to see how many things they can do on this. You know, we're hearing about possibly the Green Goblin being in this as well. You know, Electro has been announced, so an idea of a multiverse. I just alongside uh, Maguire and Garfield's version of Peter Parker. I mean, there are so much incredible news. You can't really believe everything that you read and everything that comes out on blogs and websites and stuff like that. However, there is so much to talk about this. But if you're really looking at it in the Doctor Strange, I'm happy that Doctor Strange is obviously continuing in his own films. Um of course, The Multiverse of Madness is one of my highly anticipated films of Phase 4 because I do really enjoy this character. However, I think from a from a standpoint of Spider-Man and that mentor role, it looks like he's going to be in. I don't really think we need it inside of this film. The next one here is Gal Gadot to link up with Patty Jenkins again in new version of Cleopatra. Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins and star Gal Gadot are set to team up once again on a new version of... The Queen of Egypt. The latest Hollywood takes on, take on the historical biopic is set to be produced by Paramount Pictures. The script for this film is set to be penned by Leita Cloudoris, with Godot starring as the main role. The, the role of Cleopatra was first made famous by Elizabeth Taylor, who portrayed the Queen in the 1963 classic film of the same name. She tweeted... <laughs> Uh, confirming her casting in the role I love embarking on new journeys I love the excitement of new projects the thrill of bringing new stories to life I before I did all my films and before I really became sort of a film reviewer and enjoyed my football I read so many uh, Greek god books I used to really enjoy learning about learning about their stories I enjoyed the Percy Jackson films I'm looking forward to seeing what um they can do on his Disney Plus show. So I, I'm really sort of enjoy sort of gods. And then I got introduced to Egyptians and Roman gods. So I am so looking forward to this one. I think I've not seen the 1963 um, classic. I, I probably will closer to the time of the release possibly, but there's so much incredible world building. Gal Gadot will be brilliant. I think um, she's she's an incredible actress who I feel like ever since Wonder Woman, every single role she's been getting it right. Patty Jenkins is a wonderful direct, director and I'm really glad that she's got another big sort of female role. So all signs of this is going to be looking really good. I know it's had its difficulty, but I think you can't look at this film at the moment and say that, oh, this is going to be you know, an incredible bush. You could probably say that after the trailer, possibly, or, you know, early reviews, you could say, I'm not going to go see this film. But if you think that the only thing we know about it is Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot in a Cleopatra story, building that world that they have done in Wonder Woman, there's, it's all signs for me for being a really interesting biopic about this character that has been looked at, but not really with the modern audience. Anya Taylor-Joy, Chris Hemsworth and Yahar Abdul-Mateen 
joins George Miller's Mad Max prequel Furiosa. Uh, obviously, we, we spoke a, a couple of weeks ago about Chris Hemsworth's involvement in the project, but Andy Taylor-Joy has been tapped to play the lead role in Furiosa, a Mad Max Fury Road prequel focusing on the Road Warriors' early years. The new mutants and split actor will play the character once more, once made famous by Charlize Theron, and is joined by Chris Hemsworth and Watchmen's Yahar Abdul-Mateen. The movie has been co-written by Mad Max creator George Miller, who will also direct. It's been five years since audiences hurtled through the desert in 2015's Fury Road, but Deadline confirms director Miller is returning to expand his vision of the apocalypse. Hemsworth and Abdul-Mateen, rolled in the prequel, have yet to be announced, and Miller has assembled an impressive trio for the prequel, but for now it's unclear when production will begin on the next chapter due to the pandemic. There are so many things that is right about this. Chris Hemsworth joining another universe. He's getting it right at the moment. Annie Taylor-Joy, I believe, is going to be one of the most underrated young actors that we've had at the moment. She, She was fantastic in Split. You know, alongside James McAvoy, she really propelled New Mutants, which uh, I have watched, which I have watched now. And I think she was a massive standout of that. So to see her in a big sort of action blockbuster instead of a a sort of a darker um, superhero horror, that's going to be really interesting. I've not seen any of Watchmen yet, so Abdul Mateen is probably... The, the least mem- the least uh, sort of resonated with me at the moment but I really enjoyed Fury Road and I think the chemistry between Ferron and Hardy was brilliant and I think Furiosa was one of the best characters inside of that film so if Andy Taylor-Joy can get this sort of prequel and her story right and making it sort of expand this universe there's all signs again to making this a really really enjoyable Mad Max film I think it was so dark and so gritty and a lot of people didn't really sort of look at the film and go oh you know at the beginning of the summer of 2015 and think that's going to knock out the park it just did I've got it on DVD uh, somewhere on my shelf so I'm definitely going to watch that one again uh, because and possibly expand my uh, Mad Max uh, fan base simply because I uh, I've not seen the Mel Gibson ones yet so looking forward to it and I think Annie Taylor-Joy, Chris Hemsworth, fantastic casting choices and George Bill is a great director as well who you know I, I don't mind him I think he's a fantastic director I think he did really well with the 2015 film so all signs for him to make it a good journey. Star Trek TV shows are planned out for the next six years. Writer, director and producer Alex Kurtzman has stated that he has a six-year plan for the future of his Star Trek television series for CBS. While having an electric list of film and TV credits, Kurtzman is mostly known for rebooting the Star Wars franchise. Star Trek franchise, I do apologise to any Trekkies out there for that awful misspelling. Um... Both on film and television. Following the conclusion of the film reboot series that started with 2009 Star Trek, he pitched a detailed Star Trek television universe to CBS in hopes of making the franchise more accessible to just season, not just season fans, but new ones who were fans of the modern films. The first product of that pitch was Star Trek Discovery, which is getting a third season this year. They all, he's also expanded the universe with the Discovery spin-off, Sh- Short Treks, the sequel of sorts for the, the next generation, 
Star Trek Picard and the animated comedy Star Trek Lower Decks, which I have seen and the review is now available on this channel. Many people are saying that Kurtzman is changing the way viewers consume Star Trek. I am one of these people who love, who are really enjoying the modern films. I'm not the biggest fan of the sort of original motion picture films. I'm not really the biggest fan of them. However, I'm really enjoying the TV shows. I'm currently, I'm currently watching Picard. I finished Lower Decks, like I mentioned. Star Trek Discovery has been. Uh, recommended to me by so many different people so that's on Netflix so it's so easily accessible but massive props to him you know I think he's probably thinking that I, I want some something like probably Kevin Feige did with Marvel and I think Star Trek has the potential to that they're, they're great stories yes they're very political yes they're very detailed but they're world building and they're expanding and I think they're very very adult based stories which are probably you will have to watch a couple of times over to really understand and resonate with it so i think i think that if star trek discovery has a very very solid um third season over on netflix uh if picard um can can sort of expand and sort of have more adventures from uh, patrick stewart and make in him come back lower decks can sort of bring that comedic and also building on other characters as well you could see star trek looking in a different way and i think obviously there's so much doubt about them about the movies is there going to be a star trek 4 will chris hemsworth be in star trek 4 all of that i think it's going to be uh, very very interesting to see how star trek progress forward and i'm all for it to be honest and the final bit of news here today is the Crown Season 4 release first trailer featuring Princess Diana. The Crown has released its first full-length trailer for Season 4 featuring an extended look at Emma Corrin's debut as Princess Diana and Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher. Released ahead of the Crown's return to Netflix on November the 15th, the latest trailer previews a difficult era for Queen Elizabeth II's reign, including the Falklands War, the death of Lord Mountbatten and the term turbulent marriage of Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer and it's the wedding with Charles and Diana that takes centre stage in the new trailer We see, as we see the couple prepare for their big day accompanied by the words of Archbishop of Canterbury Robert Runcie who officiated the royal wedding I've never seen The Crown and currently my grandma, my mum and my dad are watching our Netflix around season 2 so I've not seen this trailer because it's definitely going to be something that I want to watch but I've only heard good things about it. I think I wanted to do this for our sort of our, our older listeners, sort of letting people know that this is coming and you can check out the trailer. To me, I haven't seen the trailer or do a breakdown or a shot by shot yet because I've never seen the other other seasons. However, I you know, it's widely received. It's, it's a very very good Netflix show. Obviously, it's, it is looking at this timeline, this very built-in timeline. But now you're looking at. At certain moments which fans can resonate, people know the characters of Margaret Thatcher and Lady Diana Spencer. I hope that their performances will be uh, resonated. So really enjoyable sort of way of, of looking at this, probably being very open and very honest about Queen Elizabeth II's reign. And Olivia Colman is a fan, absolutely fantastic actress. I've seen her in so many other films as well. So she's always going to be a great actress and a very <laughs> sort of uh, good and enjoyable 
uh, Queen. So I'm really looking forward to seeing um, reviews about this and hopefully I can watch it in the near future. But I've got no plans for because obviously I'm trying to watch films and TV shows um, on genres and sort of content that I know uh, my fans are going to enjoy. So that is it for FRC News today. Thank you so much for listening. Wednesday is the dedicated day to FRC News. I'm very, very happy that you have enjoyed this podcast make sure you follow and favor this podcast on anchor and spotify so you can be the first to listen and also share this uh, podcast on your social media so we can hit our total of 1000 uh, total views tomorrow i'll be ranking all four men in black films so check that one out plus i'll also be doing a review on the first film in the mcu chronologically so in the timeline captain america the first uh, avenger i should obviously take this time and opportunity to say that next week i am uh, away i'm going on a little bit of a mini break uh, alongside my family so i will be pre- preparing podcasts like like the frc news and also some probably some rankings ones. So just making sure that uh, there are some podcast views to listen to on the first week of half term. So please um, check out for them and just expect that there will not be the same amount of podcasts like the true fans or other stuff like that. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but there'll be something that you love. See you in a bit.